This is the Taz and Jim podcast. And how about this one? An 11-year-old allegedly caught driving 150 kilometers per hour loses control of car during police pursuit. This is crazy. And this is uh, in Brooklyn, Ontario. This is the Durham police who received a call Sunday around 6.30 p.m., about a possible impaired driver leaving a gas station. Not quite. Not an impaired driver, just an 11-year-old. Jeez, man. What kind of trouble would you be in if you were 11 and your parents found out you uh, you took the car? Oh, and this if was- it was an automatic, mad, standard, pretty impressed. <laughs> this is without getting in an accident or yeah. getting uh, pulled over by the police. Mm-hmm. My parents would have killed me. But then you add that into the mix, 150 kilometers per per hour. That that's the craziest part because I remember being around like 10 or 11 and like we'd be on a country road and my dad would let me sit on his lap or whatever and we'd like drive 20 kilometers an hour down the road and it felt like you were flying like it was it felt so fast for an 11 year old to be driving 150 kilometers an hour. It, it blows my mind. Police say the vehicle lost control, went through a residential fence into a backyard. The vehicle then returned to the road Hmm. and almost struck the uh, responding officer head on. This is like a full-on Blues Brothers chase. Yeah, I think it went through the mall at some point. (laughs) But that that 11-year-old almost killed a police officer. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's wild. They finally got his kid pulled over, and the 11-year-old has been released into his mother's custody. Hmm. If that was me, I'd be saying, now, can you keep me in here a couple more weeks? Give yeah. mom some time to cool off? <laughs> Actually, I'll be, I'll be safer in juvie. Just toss me in there. A 12-year-old passenger who was also in the vehicle has been released to his father. Oh, boy. Luckily, nobody was injured during the incident. That's a miracle, man. After the incident? Possibly. Yeah, we are playing Taz and Jim's Baby Talk. I've got a two-year-old, little Amelia, at home. She's just figuring out the English language. And it can be a little tough to understand, but I've recorded her saying three different words or phrases. And if you can get one of them right, we're going to give you the prize. Joel in Hamilton, you've got some kids of your own? Yes, I do. How old are they? One is eight months and one is eight years old. Okay, so you're still in it here. You can use your parenting powers to translate this, possibly. Try my best. Uh, Let's go with the... The first baby talk. Listen carefully. Baby, baby. You want to hear that again? What, what's Amelia um, saying here? Baby, baby. <laughs> Can I go to my room? Can I go to my room? I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Amelia, can you say baby Yoda? Baby, baby. <laughs> that's a baby part. <laughs> baby Yoda is what she was saying there. Uh, you ready for the next one here, Joel? Yeah. La la do. Oh, I am not sure at all. La la do. Make a guess. I love you, Joel. Can you say I love you. La la do. 
Yeah, Atta baby. <laughs> nice. That was you, cute. You got I love you. Let's see if uh, if you can get this last one as well. You ready? Yep. Apple. Apple. Nope. Apple. Can you say apple? Apple. Joel. Hey. Apparently, my daughter's better at talking than I thought she was. That was uh, she's a linguist. That was easy for you. Congratulations. Thank Amelia. She uh, just hooked you up. Basically, you're going to see Machine Gun Kelly in Toronto, and you could be sixty-five million dollars richer with Lotto Max tonight. How about this? Tough to get uh, to get the general public on your side when you're one of these gas stations suing your competitor for selling gas too cheaply. Hmm? This story is from Wisconsin, and there's a gas station there, a local gas station called Woodman's Gas. They're being sued by the operators of a Shell station and the operators of a BP station who both claim that Woodman's was selling gas too cheap and it went against Wisconsin's Unfair Sales Act, which prohibits the selling of goods below cost. Hmm. So I don't know exactly what the cost was that Woodman's was selling gas for, but they were getting people to go to their station by selling below cost. Yeah, I'm trying to think what the game plan is. I guess they must be selling additional things, hoping if you get people on the property, they will buy random crap and then make up the loss there. Chocolate bars, lotto tickets. And maybe the other place was just a gas station and they need just the gas sales. Or when prices come down, you suddenly have loyalty to the customers who are like, well, Woodman's, you know, they they charge us less during that big spike in prices. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go there from now on. Customer's always right, I say. (laughs) Let's go to the cheap gas. Good people at Woodman's. (laughs) So the, uh, the two gas stations that were charging full price uh-huh. say they had to drop their price down to compete and they're both suing for eighty thousand dollars based on the num- number of days they uh they had to lower their prices because woodman's was selling below cost i wonder if woodman's can just price their gasoline one cent above cost and they would still have the same effect right because it would still be the cheapest gas the Unfair Sales Act requires fuel retailers in Wisconsin to mark up fuel at least 6% above purchase price. Okay, go bare minute. Woodman's, whatever you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever that For line is, Woodman's. <laughs> Keep it around there. Uh-huh. Uh, but for a couple days, and they're saying they, they lost $80,000, it just kind of shows you what the gas companies are making. Truly, eh? Hard to feel sorry for them. I know if there was a Woodman's in this area or if someone wanted to follow Woodman's business model and they called the radio station to let everyone know they were selling gas below cost, Mm -hmm. we'd probably uh, announce that to our listeners. Yeah, call us at 10 a.m. though so we can can get out of work. We can be the first in line. Don't call us now. It would be mayhem. We got a text message here. Anytime you want to join the show, you can call or text one 833 Eight two nine six five four six. That's one eight three three Taz and Jim. Hey guys, I had to go into work yesterday before your not laughing contest ended. Who was the winner? 
as many predicted, it was not me. <laughs> was there ever any doubt? I, I was very disappointed that this didn't go as long as we were hoping. It's hard not to laugh. Yeah, I mean, one minute in, we both got yellow cards from Boss Brad, the official, you know, the the ref uh, for, for smiling, which was also against the rules. So I knew it was going to be over quick. I didn't think we prepared adequately, mm-hmm. like, to get stone-faced. Yeah, we, we didn't practice yeah. as much as we maybe should have. Uh, this is We based this on the uh, reality show that's on Amazon right now called Last One Laughing where it's a bunch of comedians locked in a room together trying to make each other laugh. Jim and I were trying to make each other laugh. And the problem is, like, I am so used to laughing every morning. Mm -hmm. It's hard to reprogram your brain. Yeah, you got to, like, switch gears. It's like playing a different sport or something. Yeah. The worst part is I did it to myself. (laughs) I made myself laugh and thus eliminated myself from the competition. Here is that moment. So we've both been given a warning. The next one to smile or laugh is going to be eliminated from the competition. We'll have to buy lunch for the winner and boss Brad for whatever reason. (laughs) You know what Brad's going to be like after that lunch, Jim? What? I was waiting to bring out my own farts and test. Did it to oh, himself. Oh, my God. I can't believe I oh. just did that. Wow. And the Winner, Jim no Kelly. One. Woo! I was going to put a menthol cigarette in my belly button. Am I going to do a face on my tummy? I have so many plans. Um, It's over. All wow. right. And that was like the worst... Sounding one. You didn't think? Yeah. Oh, that's your impression of me? (laughs) After you have a big lunch. Yeah, okay. Thanks. (laughs) I'm more of a foghorn guy. How dare you, Taz? So what was going through my head there is what other job can you have where you say this is an impression of our boss with him standing right next to you and then play a fart sound effect and not get reprimanded by HR. Not at Facebook. You'd be murdered. (laughs) Zuckerberg would take you out. If you work at the bank and you try that with the bank manager, hey, this is you, Gary. (laughs) (laughs) On your next Zoom call, give it a try. Uh, But I would like to try uh, that game again. Are you sure you want to? Yeah. Okay. I, I think we can do better, both of us. I did great. I did fine. I made it through Jim completely shirtless, uh-huh. drawing a face on his belly with magic marker. Let me see your belly today. It's clean. It's clean, but honestly, I took my shirt off last night before bed, and my girlfriend was like, what the hell? You forgot it was there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What a, a good shtick. We had some good shtick going on, and there was some stuff we had planned that yep. we didn't get to use because I laughed so quickly. So we'll do it again. Last one laughing. How did everyone enjoy walking around with their faces hanging out yesterday? Pretty good for me. <laughs> I went to the grocery store. Is, is that the term? Oh, look at Jim. He's got his face hanging out. <laughs> I liked it better last year. Maskless Monday, as some were calling it, as provincial mask mandates were lifted across the Taz and Jim listening area. You went to the grocery store, no mask? Mm-hmm. And did it feel like you were getting away with something a little no. bit when you went in there? felt completely normal. I'd say it was about 50-50 people wearing masks. Everybody over 60 was wearing a mask and everybody under 60 wasn't. Yeah. 
And who cares if people are wearing masks? Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, for sure. If that's what you want to do, go for it. In Hamilton, there was a meeting yesterday, and they decided that they were going to uh, repeal the physical distancing and face covering bylaws that uh, the city of Hamilton had in place. Uh, Mayor Fred said, you know, there is some concern, obviously, but just not enforceable with what's going on in the province. So they felt they had to do it. In London, Ontario, there is a group of councillors, Jesse Helmer, Stephen Turner, and Maureen Cassidy, asking for the acting mayor of London to call a special committee to consider temporarily reintroducing the municipal mask bylaw in London. So there's some city councillors in London who want to tell everybody to put their masks back on. Why didn't they do this two weeks ago? They knew this was coming. For months. If this was a priority for them, why didn't they plan ahead? Why now would you come up with this idea? Every every COVID move has been one step forward, two step back. It's like, can we at least make a plan and go in, in one direction, please? Yeah, like you're not going to tell people after you know a week or two not having to wear the masks. Hey, you know what? We decided that it's going to go until May now. It's like May 9th. They want people in London to wear masks. Because then COVID will be gone. Yeah, what happens May 9th yeah. that we don't know about? I saw a great tweet. Um Earlier in the week, it said, I, I think I'm going to have a tough time adjusting to not wearing a mask. I've been mouthing F you to people in public for the last uh, two years, and I don't know if I can change that. <laughs> keep the mask on for now, then. Yeah. F you can't you. control yourself. F you. Uh, your mask is off, oh, Gary. Oops. <laughs> Maybe wear a hoodie and put your fingers, your middle fingers, in the hoodie pouch and just yeah. give people the finger. Wear a pair of mittens and then you can give people, <laughs> flip people off, give them the bird nonstop. It's time for sports with our sports guy, Devin Peacock. The NHL trade deadline came and went yesterday. The Leafs kind of got screwed over, Dev. They got screwed over a little bit. I mean, this is more uh, annoying to me as a Leafs fan just because of the pettiness than the actual move. So uh, we talked yesterday about how the Leafs had signed this goaltender from the KHL, had a really good season there. His name's Harry Sateri. Uh, When you join the NHL after December the 1st, you have to pass through waivers, at which time any other team can claim that player. So the Leafs signed Sateri, and then he went through waivers. And yesterday, the Arizona Coyotes of all teams, a team that is not sniffing the playoffs, claimed him, blocking him from joining Toronto, meaning the Leafs' goaltending situation is the same post-deadline as it was pre-deadline. He wasn't going to be their savior in net, but he could have helped. And it's just a petty move that's just annoying and stupid. Arizona has small arena energy. That's what's kind of going on right now. (laughs) Shouldn't the Leafs have known this, though, going in? They should have had a backup plan in case someone else 
claimed him on waivers, you'd think Dubas would have known this was a possibility. I'm sure he thought it was a possibility. It's easier said than done to have that backup plan because you think about the other NHL teams looking at this and saying, okay, well, you need goaltending help. The guy you just signed got claimed. We are not going to make it easy for you to trade for someone, and that person has to fit within your salary cap knowing you just made a big acquisition on Sunday. It's one thing to say, well, they should have got it in a different goaltender. It's a whole other thing to actually go out and do that. So so, uh, yeah, I mean, they should have gotten a goalie. They clearly made that a need, but it's easier said than done. Who is the big winner at the NHL trade deadline? I think it's really interesting. There's two teams I want to focus in on, and that's the Minnesota Wild and the Colorado Avalanche, two teams that are very likely to play one another in the playoffs, two teams that are going for it. The Colorado Avalanche, in my opinion, are the much better team, but Minnesota is in an interesting position because – they are severely capped out after this year. They recently bought out Zach Parise and Ryan Suter, and their cap hits are about to balloon in the next couple of years. They have a litany of bad contracts on that team. So their window to compete is this year. So they acquired Marc-Andre Fleury yesterday. They also uh, beefed up their defense. They're going for it. I don't think they're good enough to get it, but they're going for it, and they're going to play a Colorado avalanche team that is just loading up that also has a bunch of players that are unrestricted free agents at the end of the season so their team next year will look very different from their team this year and they added a lot of really good depth pieces as well so i think colorado and minnesota had really interesting and good uh trade deadlines and they're likely to play one another so for one of them it's going to blow up almost immediately let me tell you about the car crash I saw on the weekend. Yeah, wow. Standing at a gas station pumping gas. You know, you're staring off just kind of... Uh, trying not to look at the gas prices? <laughs> exactly. Trying to avert your gaze from the pump. I'm staring into the intersection. And there is a lady who got an advance left-hand turn signal. And she turned as a guy was coming through a merging yield lane... He continues into his lane. She uh, tries to take two lanes on the left-hand turn. So she's turning into a two-lane road. Turning into a two-lane, and she doesn't turn into the left lane. She tries to go into the right lane. Oh, so the, not the closest available. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So this guy ends up just broadsiding her, hitting her in the side of her vehicle. Huh. She gets out, starts screaming at the guy in the car that hit her. And I wanted to go over there so badly and say, lady, relax. That was completely your fault. <laughs> it was. And from the sounds of it, it was, right? Yes. Yeah. You need to establish yourself in your lane before you change lanes after a left-hand turn. Mm -hmm. And you see people doing it all the time. All the time. Where they try to take two lanes on a left-hand turn, and it's a very dangerous thing to do. Because people turning right, they're able to turn yeah. right into that lane at any point because you are expected to go into the left lane when you make a left-hand turn onto a two-lane road. Then you got to blinker over into the other lane. Establish yeah, yourself yeah. in your lane before you move over. So they they uh, they were screaming and yelling. She gets out with her camera and oh, starts taking pictures and giving this guy dirty looks and berating him. And he's kind of like stunned 
they pull into the parking lot of the gas station that I'm still pumping my gas at, and I finish things up, and they're yelling. She's yelling at him, and he's trying to explain himself. And I got back into my car. I thought about rolling the window down and saying, hey, lady, it was totally your fault, but I chickened out. I didn't do it. I didn't want to get involved, right? Yeah, and then now you're on camera. You're on candid camera now. What's the benefit to me? And getting involved funny. in that. <laughs> <laughs> that guy would appreciate the backup, maybe. I don't know. I had Grayson in the backseat, too. Ah, so I got my five-year-old no. son in the backseat. I didn't want to get in into a yelling match with some rando lady. <laughs> we got a call here. Hey, Taz or Jim. Yellow belly. Oh, man, you can't be afraid of somebody just because they got a camera out. You got to call them <laughs> out. <laughs> Is this the world we want to live in? Eh? But the what, what's the benefit for me intervening? Yeah, like the guy, it's no fault insurance, so it doesn't matter either way, right? How sure are you it's no fault insurance? Well, that's the thing. Is because if it did come down to it and they did need a witness, you are the witness. You could always use a witness, really. Yeah. I've never stopped for an accident and been a witness, but. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Did I make a mistake not helping this guy out? No, I'm thinking something else. You totally should have said something because that video would have gone viral. Taz versus Karen. That would have been awesome. That would have been Battle awesome. of the ages. <laughs> Taz versus Karen with my son crying in the back seat. <laughs> Daddy, why is that yeah. lady yelling at you? Why are you yelling at a woman? She's not a woman. She's Karen. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to use that derogatory term, <laughs> but I was totally getting some Karen vibes. Yeah, yeah. Just say I still think you did the right thing or whatever. Didn't do anything wrong. But if she's got her camera out, it would have been great for the radio show. If because now it's two cameras. Now you're. Justified. I should have got my camera out. Yeah, just just to see what would happen. Okay. And I promise I will do the same. Okay, noted. Noted. Moving forward, (laughs) if I witness anything, I'm getting my camera out and fully engaging. Yeah, we're going in black mirror mode here. Jim, are you fart official with Sarah, your fiance, or are you saving that for marriage? Oh, yeah, we've been official. Yeah, we're living in sin. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good thing. Uh, Doctors advising that if you need to fart, you should fart. After this story came to light, a singer in Brazil says she was hospitalized with gas trapped in her abdomen because she is not yet on farting terms with her boyfriend. Hmm? Yeah, a 27-year-old singer named Pocatch? Poca? Poca. Poca. It's short for Pocahontas. Okay. Poca. The pop star Poca in Brazil would not fart in front of her boyfriend and ended up in the hospital because of that. She woke up at 5.30 in the morning, severe stomach pains. And she says that a TikTok thread suggested that she ignore the pains. <laughs> so she did. Eventually, when she uh, felt so uncomfortable, she had to go to the doctor. Doctor said, yeah, if you need to fart, you got to fart. Yeah. Is she living with her boyfriend in a prison cell? Like, can't you go to the bathroom? Does Sneak he, away does for Does he one. not go to the bathroom? Can't you do it in the shower? Right. Step outside on the balcony? I don't know. Where do you live that you can't get away from this guy for five seconds to relieve yourself? It's the worst, though, in a new relationship when you spend the night and you are holding them in. Like, it's the worst. Yeah, yeah, it does suck, yeah. But you can always go to the bathroom, turn on the tap. 
<laughs> Flush the toilet, cough, I don't cough know. Wildly. There are ways around it other than being hospitalized. Uh, doctor says that on average people fart 14 times a day, and if someone tells you they don't fart, they're lying. Also says that if you hold in a fart too long, it can be reabsorbed into your bloodstream and breathed out when you exhale. I've heard that before, and I still don't believe it's true. You'll That's get bad crazy. breath if you don't if you don't fart. It's coming out one end or the other. You choose. Well, I mean, if your boyfriend's going to be mad at you farting in front of him, wait till he smells your breath <laughs> and see what he's really mad about. Yeah. Uh, Polka says she's now medicated. <laughs> what? She's fine. And from now on, quote, I'm letting them rip, guys. Did she actually say that? Yeah. <laughs> quote, I'm letting them rip, guys. Hmm. So there's a there's a life lesson for you. It's a good way to find out if your partner really loves you as well. Yeah, if they can't stand that, grow up. If you can't take me at, then you don't get me at. Bleep. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast. Jim, how about this TikTok uh, debacle with the <laughs> with the Tesla going over that hill down in Los Angeles? Jeez, I I've seen a lot of vehicles ramp a lot of jumps. But I've never seen anything like this within city limits. And especially with a Tesla, there is a video going wild. I, I t- First, I have to explain the ramp it's hitting. It's a hill in L.A., but it almost comes to like a perfect triangle. Like the top of it is rounded. I don't know if it's like an access yeah. road or a residential road. It's a very weird road. It looks fairly residential. It almost looks like San Francisco. That's initially yeah. what I thought it was, like a super steep hill Yeah, that peaks and then starts going down the other side but it is a a paved road yeah it's crazy but every town every city has that place where the kids the young people know you can get a little air maybe it's a railroad track here something like that well this must be the place because these guys took a tesla and launched it over this hill just listen to the audio when it goes silent that's when the tesla is in the air and it seems like it's in there forever Into a dumpster, into a parked car. Wasn't expecting that landing. Definitely did not stick the landing. That's almost two seconds of airtime. Yeah, I counted like one Mississippi, two. Yeah, and it's and obviously the car is not designed to fly through the air. It's front end heavy. That's where the engine and battery is. So it go its front end dips immediately. So it almost t-bones the road but it does land on its wheels kind of and then obviously careens out of control bit of a nosedive yeah and he was in the air she whoever was driving was in the air long enough to panic you could tell like because you're flying and you feel that car start tipping forward oh yeah it would be terrifying just to see out of their point of view because <laughs> it must have been sky 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 pavement 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 <laughs> So the headline I have here is Los Angeles Police Department offers $1,000 reward for information as stoned TikToker claims he was behind the wheel of the Tesla. He was stoned as well, apparently. Well, he's claiming he was behind the wheel, but there's other people saying it wasn't him. He's just taking credit. The person who was behind the wheel, whoever it is, they left the scene of the accident and they're being uh, sought by police. They initially put out a $1,000 reward, but now they're saying 
they're okay. They'll they'll figure this out by themselves because they got inundated with tips. They want to pay out as to who was behind the wheel. Well, I think so many people saw this guy on TikTok say it was him, mm. and the phone just didn't stop ringing. Uh, police departments say it's not a priority to find the driver because they'd only be charged with misdemeanor hit and run, meaning they would be released immediately anyways. All things considered pretty lucky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it, it was incredibly dangerous. People like, you who live see in that neighborhood are furious. They're like, if I was out walking my dog or if my kids were out. Swimming in my pool and if the freaking Tesla <laughs> lands in your pool. Could have been anything, man, because whoever was driving did not expect to go into. He almost turned Tesla into a SpaceX rocket. For there. real. <laughs> Elon Musk would be proud, but that's about it. It's a pretty wild video. We've posted it on the Taz and Jim Facebook page if you want to check it out. But those TikTokers, they'll do anything for the likes. Mm-hmm. Wonder if it was a rental. Or dads. Like, I mean, they're going to trace it down eventually. Your peacock, cock, cock, your peacock. I want to see your peacock, cock, It's time for sports. We're joined by our sports guy, Devin Peacock. And, Dev, clearly football coach Urban Meyer didn't make a ton of friends in Jacksonville because there's still negative stories coming out about him. Yeah, you know people hate you when you were fired like four months ago and people are still putting dirt on your grave. Uh, The latest example of that is a story in The Athletic that suggests he did not know multiple star players in the NFL, including Aaron Donald, who just won the Super Bowl with the L.A. Rams and is, if he's not the best a defensive player in the NFL right now, I don't know who is. So if you don't know who Aaron Donald is, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Uh, the report is that Urban Meyer said, who's this number 99 guy? He's pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know the opposing team's players, then what are you doing coaching an NFL team? I mean, I'll say this. I, I I find it a little hard to believe he doesn't know who Aaron Donald is. You're, you're telling me you are in the football world. You live football. You know football. Uh, there were stories he apparently researched. The NFL did a deep dive before he took the job, but he did that for six months. So you can do supposedly a six-month deep dive on the NFL and still not know who Aaron Donald is. And even then, he's Aaron Donald. Like, I think random people who aren't football fans know who Aaron Donald is so for me there's a bit of a BS uh, meter going off for me but I would not put it past him from not knowing who Aaron Donald is just because he just seems so far up his own butt Jacksonville was Urban Meyer's first NFL coaching job correct first and last <laughs> you know, it's tough to learn the players' uh, names when you're busy partying at nightclubs, I guess. <laughs> He's just got different priorities than you, Dev. He uh, he doesn't recognize big uh, defensive tackles, but he can spot a tight end from across the bar. <laughs> hey, come over here and have a dance with Irby. <laughs> Thanks, Dev. Cuckoo. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.